winners of four of their last five games. The Wild look to make it two wins in a row when they play host to the Montreal Canadiens. The Habs tonight at 7 o'clock at XL Energy Center. Just two games left before the Christmas break. This is Wildman with Troy. Thanks for joining me. We're going to set you up for tonight's game, and we can do it rather quickly. First off, the Wild coming off probably their best game of the year. Actually, not probably. The Wild coming off their biggest game of the year, beating the Boston Bruins 4-3 to in overtime the other night in Boston Tuesday night. They come back now and try to avoid the letdown. This is where the Wild through not necessarily John Hines, we have too small of a sample, but through Dean Evason, through Bruce Boudreaux, and even coaches before that like Mike Yo, they were always capable of getting the big wins on the road, and then when they come home, their first game of the homestand, they'd look flat, and sometimes they'd give the game away. We'll see what kind of team John Hines has here, winners of eight out of 11 under the new coach's leadership. We'll see what they play like tonight. Now, they have injuries just like they did in Boston. Think about it. In Boston, the Wild played sixty per- with 60% of the payroll that the Boston Bruins did because of injuries and the Suter Parisi uh, signing the buyout. So largely over-talented, overpaid, and over-manned. The Wild, it didn't matter. The Wild stole one, 4-3. Great, great effort by Kirill Kaprizov in the third period in overtime. And, of course, a game of the ages for Flower and Nat. Can they do that again? We'll see. The Canadians are, are kind of just another team floating around the outside and inside of the playoff bubble. Nothing special. To be clear, this is a game the Wild should win even with the injuries. What do you mean? We're talking injuries? Yes. When you talk about this current state of the Wild, you have injuries. Let's review. Jonas Brodeen, I think a broken wrist. He'll be out through January. Jared Spurgeon was supposed to be back tonight. Wasn't on the ice this morning in the pregame skate around, so we don't expect to see him in the lineup. He's been out a week, and I would think now, instead of day-to-day with only one game left before the Christmas break, he's probably week-to-week as well. Speaking of week-to-week, Matt Zuccarello. He suddenly is not just day-to-day, he's week-to-week. So here we are, without Mats, without Jonas, without Spurgeon. It's going to be a thin team again tonight, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how they continue to uh, score and play at the top of the lineup. So we expect the same lines as we saw in practice today. That means Jewel Eriksson-Eck, he'll be centering Kaprizov on one side and Boldy on the other. That means Rossi's the center on the second line with Hartsey on the right side. Had a really strong game, by the way, not just that goal. You really saw Hartsey a lot against Boston. And uh, so him and uh, Marcus Johansson-Moose on that uh, second line. And then, of course, down on the third line now, you have Freddie Goudreau. JoJo got demoted, rightly so, even though he scored a goal. He, he did respond and scored a goal on the third line. But you got JoJo and Patty Maroon on the wings, centered by Freddie Goudreau. And then the fourth line is the fourth line. Vinny Latiri will be back after what <laughs> looked like a season-ending blast to his knee when he blocked a puck in Boston. But he was on the ice today, and he'll be with Dewey 1 and Dewey 2. The blue line, this is going to be a game-time decision. Uh, Goose, Merrill, um, they're on the bubble. So expect a lot of Middleton and Faber. Expect Bogosian. Expect Damon Hunt, who's getting a lot of good experience as a rookie up there. And then it's just going to be interesting to see whether we see a Dakota Mermis and not Goose or Dakota Mermis and not Merrill. 
it's uh, the bottom half of that blue line is very concerning, and you saw it again against Boston. So we will see uh, when the uh, when they take the ice tonight what those blue lines will look like. Um, but they kind of were fiddling through throughout the practice this morning with different pairings. So uh, we'll we'll see when the Wild take the ice. So bottom line. Two games left before the Christmas break, Break a big, huge rematch against Boston Saturday night at the X, two nights from now. But this one is the one the Wild absolutely need two points. The Canadians are very beatable. The Wild, even with the injuries we discussed, they're playing well. They're playing a lot more structured defense. Let's see Kirill put back-to-back games together for the first time this year. Kirill with two goals uh, Thursday. I'm sorry, two goals Tuesday night. Let's see him continue uh, what we hope is a slump-busting effort where we finally see uh, the Kirill we got used to over the previous two years. Because without, without Kirill performing at that level, the Wild will be a 500 team. So we'll see what happens tonight. In net, the Gus bus pulls back in. The Flower gets much-deserved rest after 40 of 43 saves Tuesday in Boston. He'll be on, he'll be on the bench. And then um, if, if, this is speculation, obviously, if the Gus bus plays well tonight, he probably will start Saturday against Boston. I don't know if you want to play uh, give uh, Boston another look at Flower when you just played him two games ago. Two games ago, two days ago, um, so we'll we'll worry about that later. Wild versus the Canadians. It's Valley Sports North. We drop the puck at about seven oh nine. Follow me on Instagram, Wild Minute Troy, and then join me tomorrow morning. We'll break down this hopefully win against the Canadians and start talking about the final game before the Christmas break. That Saturday night rematch against the Mighty Bees of Beantown. This is Troy Wild Minute with Troy. We'll talk to you.